Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. We met last week, and we're so happy to be back. Yeah. How are uh, are you feeling, Kat? (laughs) (laughs) I thought my spirits were going to be really low, but honestly, um, Emily and I were gossiping before, so it, it makes me feel better now. But I have had, I mean, to say like the worst past couple of days of my life would be dramatic but like some of the at least like most anxiety inducing horrible just awful days the past couple of days and probably some of the worst or the worst travel experience you've ever had I'd imagine oh by far okay yeah just, I'm gonna explain it really quickly so we can get it out of the way because I want to just explain this to you guys because I have to tell someone and like no one actually cares to listen like this is like something that like <laughs> oh really- I I told my entire office, by the okay, way. <laughs> but it's like, what does anyone to say to it? Everyone's just like, uh, sorry. Like, I, mm-hmm. my, my dad literally responded, like, first world problems. Like, just sit. And, like, I was like, and that made me spiral as well. Right. Uh, okay. So, basically, I wake up at 3.30 a.m. in Barcelona. I go Uber to the taxi to the airport, whatever. Take my first flight to Amsterdam, which keep in mind, I'd already been in Amsterdam. So back to Amsterdam. And then I miss my connection to my flight back to LA. I was only supposed to have one layover and it was supposed to be less than like it was supposed to be an hour and our flight got delayed. And I didn't know until I got on the plane, they announced like, hey, we're not going to be leaving for like an hour. And I'm like, great. So I already know that I'm going to miss it. And then on the plane, when we landed, they were like, oh, by the way, the flight to LA completely got canceled. So I'm like, oh, perfect. So it was canceled anyway. So then no explanation. Like the weather was bad, but like just delay it then. So then I have to go to the desk at KLM and I get in this queue. Like I have a number, a paper with a number on it. And it said like 20 minutes and I was waiting for like over an hour. And it's just mobbed at this point. And there's only two desks, two ladies working. And basically the other lady who was like working the queue system, she told me to just book my own flight and then file a claim. So like with another airline, because there was no more flights with that airline that day anyway. So they were going to book me with another airline. So I just had to pay another thousand dollars for a flight um, um, of my own money that I don't even know if I'll get refunded. So then I have another layover in Dublin. So I fly to Dublin. I'm sitting on the plane and the guy's like, again, they're like, hey, we're not going to be able to leave for like an hour. And I'm like, and I are, so I'm like, I'm going to miss my connection. So I pulled the flight attendant and I was like, should I, should I just get off this plane? Because I already missed my last connection and I like, I'm not going to make it at this rate. And he was like, no, like that plane's going to get delayed too. So you're going to be, you're going to be waiting a long time once you get there. And I was like, that's ideal. Perfect. Like, no worries. And then this, also this lady happened, oh my God. Okay. I'm telling this in so much detail. I'm so sorry. Um, This lady told them like she fell down the stairs. So she wants to like get a better seat and then, and that she like had an injury. So then the plane had to like bring doctors to check to make sure that she was okay to fly. And like, she, she was like, no, like, it's just like bruised ribs. Like I'm good to fly. Like. So then she had to do a full doctor's checkup in the row next to me, which took another 30 minutes. And they couldn't mm-hmm. take it until she was completely cleared by the doctor. Um, so I missed my flight. We land. I look at my flight status. It's already taken off. I'm like, great. So then I get a text that I have a new flight in the morning. 
that has a layover in London. So then I'm like, great, I have to go to fucking London. And I had to basically I ended up standing in the line for an hour after that at the Aer Lingus, which is my new airline. And I was just like, I don't want to go to London tomorrow. Like, just can I get to the U.S. and have a layover in the U.S.? Because there was no direct. So I got I changed it to a San Francisco flight. So then there's like this crazy mob trying to get on this teeny tiny like shuttle van, like kind of like the Mercedes van sizes. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like trying to get on these vans to go to the hotel that the airlines booked for all of us because everyone had canceled flights or missed connections. And so I I ended up like shut because I'm only one person. I ended up just like I sat in the front with the bus driver. I was like <laughs> I was standing and this one Irish guy was like, hey, he'll let you sit in the front if you ask. And I was like, okay. So then I I actually got on the shuttle, even though like I got there way later than everyone. So that was glorious. And then I get to the hotel. So this is a full day of travel. And now I'm in Ireland where I was supposed to be home at 1130 a.m. So now I'm in Ireland and I get to the hotel and they're like, hey, this hotel is completely booked. So we're going to send you to our sister bed and breakfast. And I'm oh, like... I perfect and by the way my bag's completely missing i have nothing these are already the clothes that i wore on the way over so they're already disgusting pre me flying home and now they're like foul and so then i ended up getting in this taxi with these british guys and this like albanian guy and we went to our bed and breakfast and it was like a 20 minute drive like it was not close and we talked the whole time. And, like, they honestly did make me feel so much better to help you guys, like, with your perspective on things. Like, the guy that was trying to get to Dubai had to be in Ireland for three days. And he and the day that he was supposed to fly, the weather was horrible. So I don't even know. I mean, he's still there, but I don't even know if he'll make it. Oh, my God. So he's in that bed and breakfast for three days. And he does have breakfast, lunch, and dinner comped. But goddamn. Because um, I had dinner and breakfast comped. <laughs> That's the least they could fucking do. I know. So then I end up, my San Francisco flight went like completely seam. Oh no, it didn't go seamlessly because I had an interview with Homeland Security. So then I'm like, okay, great. The San Francisco flight's on time. But I go through customs before and the lady just immediately was like, she looked at it and she's like, what What are you doing here? And I explained my situation. And then she's like, come with me. And I'm like, okay. I'm sitting in this waiting room. I made a TikTok about this, so sorry if you've heard it. But the girl that was in the desk in or at the desk in front of me, he was like, we're going to let you fly back to the U.S., but when you get there, like, there's a warrant out for your arrest. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, how is she not sobbing and calling her mom? Because I cannot stress enough. I also am leaving stuff out because, which would is shocking that I'm leaving stuff out with the amount that I'm talking. But when I was in, when I was in Amsterdam, I sat at this gate for three hours of what I thought was the right gate for my flight to Dublin found out it was the wrong gate minutes before I had to sprint about 15 minutes to a new terminal. I knocked over like four people. I was sweating profusely. My clothes. Oh my God. I ended up making it cause it was delayed obviously. And I had to like go buy deodorant. Like it was that situation. So there was also like a lot of sprinting involved. It was just bad. Um, Anyway, so then I go into the Homeland Security room. They call my name. I go into my interrogation room. I had never had to do that before. That was, I was like actually kind of nervous because I was like, what if I did do something? Like, like what? I don't know. I was just like, you couldn't go on your phone. And, and he was like very serious at first. Like he was like. You're a national threat. And he's, and he's taking, 
the notes page was sending me to the moon because it was just like he had to get the my two best friends from college he had to get who I was traveling with he had to get their names like their college major our college um like my college major I had to talk about my job I had to talk about my management my move to California oh my uh, fuck my social media handles and and then I had to give him like every single hotel I stayed at um the dates like what we did while I was there like just like very in detail to prove that I was which and then after the fact and we were, and then we just started like chatting and after the fact and then he had to like go through my bag piece by piece like my giant calpac backpack he had to pick out like he was pulling out like the pills from my pills bottles oh my god the my drama acne. I said that's acne medication he's like okay <laughs> um but then this other lady comes in and she starts spilling the fucking tea to him about this guy from last night who ended up like going ballistic and they had to arrest him and i'm just like they probably have so much work drama here that's like amazing oh it's probably crazy and my guy was from miami so like he at least i I don't know it made me a little bit feel better that he was american for some reason not that i Mm -hmm. give a fuck but like yeah he like knew the things i was talking about you know so closest you've you had were to being home exactly was talking to him yeah so then he goes through my bag and then i i was just like just out of curiosity like why did i have to do this <laughs> and because i they never told me like why and he was just like well you booked a flight like an hour before and you have no bags like it's just like suspicious and i was like oh yeah that's, that's true actually that checks but, yeah because he just kept asking me like are you bringing like do you have cash are you bringing anything for any for anyone like it does make sense and it's kind of crazy that they can like flag that just like by that passport like yeah. that i booked it so last minute and then i don't have bags i don't know interesting but it made sense um and then that was fine and my san francisco flight was glorious 11 hours of pure bliss <laughs> what'd you watch um <laughs> fuck what did i oh i watched school of rock which was like actually helped me feel a lot better that's such a good pick me up yeah i was like laughing so hard actually out loud um and then I watched some movie about some sperm donor. I don't I, with Josh Hutcherson. I don't really know. That was not not a hit. And yeah. then I was watching the new Selling Sunset season. And I read a lot of my book. Everyone and is talking about the new Selling Sunset season. Crazy. It's pretty good, honestly, because it's just so bad. It is truly one of our best comedies out there. Um, <laughs> and like. Everyone kept being responding to my stories and being like, how are you not sobbing? I can't stress enough. I didn't stop crying from the moment I missed my first flight until mm-hmm. until like I, I still was crying all day today. And I mean, yeah. someone recognized me in Amsterdam when I was on the floor sobbing. Oh, my. Did they come up to you? No, they she was staring at me. And then she called oh. on TikTok and said, are you in the Amsterdam airport? I Sorry, yeah. I just stared at you and I feel guilty. And I was yeah, like, that was oh. me. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it was fine. I don't know if I was like, I don't know if she could tell. I mean, you know how I look when I cry. Like, it's not cute. I mean, on the Dublin flight, I was sitting next to two like hot Irish guys, like our age. And I was Mm. sobbing, like out, like loudly. Like, (laughs) I had to to apologize to them (laughs) after the flight. I had to apologize and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm not usually like this. I just like don't know what other reaction there is unless you off yourself (laughs) well and then when i did land in in, i thought the flight that they texted me about because it said seven 
It just said seven. Mm-hmm. I thought they were texting me about a 7 p.m. flight to London. And I didn't realize that I'd have to stay actually overnight. So when I posted that story, I thought I was like going to London that night, but I was actually the next morning. Um, and I, I just was like, if that flight gets delayed, even if 20 minutes, I won't make my layover. Like, and then I'm back in the same boat in a new European city. Like, yeah. Whew, okay. And then I'll just, then I'm in San Francisco. It's glorious. I get a couple beers, nachos. I'm sitting at my gate for two hours, which I actually do not mind at all. Like I'm back on U.S. soil. It's fine. Then they say that we're all boarding and then they say the plane's broken and then they announce a new gate. So my whole plane sprints to a new gate across the port. And I'm just like, I cannot, like, I can't do this. Like, why is this happening to me? And then it ended up like going a lot quicker than I thought. It ended up just being like a 45 to an hour delay, but yeah, which like you would think for a broken plane is worse. So I was just like, okay, fuck me. And then I land. And if you're familiar with LAX, I had to walk to, I landed in terminal five. I had to walk to terminal B, which is, it's just like, it's a half mile walk, which is not perfect for the, what I've been through, but it's fine. I did it happily because I was in LA and it felt great to be in LA. And then I had to sit, stand at that desk for an hour filing a claim to rush my bags because I have another flight tomorrow that I ended up canceling. And he said they were going to rush them and get them here today. And then I talked to two different people on the phone today and they said it's going to take three days. So I don't have any of my stuff and I need that suitcase to literally pack for my trip home. So oh anyway, God. I ended up, I'm not going to my stepsister's wedding this weekend anymore. So I want to kill myself, but it's fine. Oh my God, Kat. I knew it was bad, but like actually having you tell it, it's, I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> There's actually like, like more to it. Shockingly, I can't even... I met some cool people along the way, like, you know, yeah, on your journey. It's about the people you meet on the way. Right. It's about the person you become at the end of at, after all of it. And like my hotel was nice, but I still couldn't even feel really good because I had to get back in the same clothes. Yeah, that is I the know. fucking worst because after just one just one singular flight, like doesn't matter how long it is, you're like automatically soiled. Yeah. So I was supposed to have one layover and I had three, but yeah, it's fine. I'm back now. I'm just, I'm just really sad about, and now I just had to pay another $250 for my new flight home for Thanksgiving, like on top of what we already, my mom transparently booked it for me, which was insane, insanely generous, but like just, and now I'm not bringing cheddar home. So it's just, I'm just like really sad and really stressed out. And I had so much work to do that Mm -hmm. I just felt like I was going to combust. Yeah. Well, ju- I just felt like, you know, the feeling of where you're so out of control. And I was like, I, when is it going to end? And I, once mm-hmm. I like, once they said I had to go to London, I was like, it's never going to end. Like I genuinely, you're stuck. I had, I had an actual like full panic attack when I like felt like, I felt like I was never going to get home and I couldn't, yeah. like I couldn't catch my breath, you know? And I mean? you were alone too. So I know it made me want a boyfriend so bad, actually. Yeah. Not that he would have been there for that girl's trip, but I was just like, I need some, my, my mom's going to fucking kill me. I can't stop calling my mom sobbing. Like, <laughs> I need someone else to call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You could have called me. I mean, I wouldn't have been much help. I would have just been listening. Yeah. I mean. Oh, 
God, Catherine, I am so sorry. And the worst part is I had called my airline multiple times, like throughout the couple of days to ask about my bags. And they said two different separate people to on two, two separate calls told me that they are they made it to L.A. Yeah, so, of course they or said that, that. They said like they think they made it, but they don't know. They can't identify exactly Confirm. where they are. Mm-hmm. And then I called again and I was like, could we just like file a claim so we can start looking for them? And they were like, we can't file a claim until you're in L.A. and confirm that they're not there. So I'm like, we could have like they could have already been shipped on the way because mm-hmm. they're still in Amsterdam right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Next time I travel abroad, I need to get some air tags. Tag. That's insane. Yeah. They said that they're they're going to get on a flight to Amster- from Amsterdam tomorrow, which is like. An 11 hour flight, and then they said they have to go through a processing. They have to go through a process before they get shipped to me. So that's like such a worse feeling on top, like literally all of your belongings across the sea. My Vera duffel is stuffed of only new things I bought. I bought, I bought a $350 dress. I'm just putting my my shit out there right now. I bought $300 boots. Um, did you finally find a pair of knee highs? They're like kind of like a little bit shorter than knee highs. They're they're really cool though. I can't wait to Ooh. hopefully receive them back. But mm-hmm. yeah, and then two more pairs of shoes, more clothes. So like that's thousands of dollars in my Vera, and not to mention my Vera is priceless. Yeah, I mean, there's no monetary amount. And like, does and <laughs> I was talking to someone yesterday. It just feels really vulnerable that my Vera is out there without me. Like, that's personal. Yeah, you feel naked a little bit. Well, also, but I also feel like it's like someone could just rob that blind. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I am a little worried about her, but I'm hoping. No, we don't even need to like think about it or talk about it because it's going to be just fine. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, I am coming home on Sunday now. And if you're a Patreon member, Emily and I are going to record and our normal episode but we're gonna record in person and we'll get to see each other it'll be good i was like i do want to come home like i almost canceled my whole trip but i'm like i want to see my family and i want to see my friends so i'm just gonna do it yeah i was like letting you do what you needed to do Mm -hmm. but i was really hoping you were still gonna come home so well i was supposed to have three flights this weekend and now that i'm not doing that i feel a little bit better but i think i really do have like like i was on the phone sobbing to my mom today just about like the thought of like stepping foot in an airport again like i mm-hmm. i think i developed a whole new like airport anxiety yeah. yeah which i'm sure will go away with time but like right now i'm like it actually makes me my chest hurt to think about getting i mean you just time. you just can't go to europe for at least another like um for some time i'm never going back genuinely. <laughs> for a little bit <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, y'all. That was so long. Emily, how are you? No, it wasn't that long. Um, I'm good. I'm doing, I'm actually doing really, really good. Not to like, no, no, I'm, I'm always <laughs> happy to hear when my bitches are doing good. Um, I don't know. I've had a good, cause I, I guess it's been like two weeks since we last chatted. Um, I think the main reason why I'm like, so doing so good right now is I started core power and I oh, can't, I knew you were going to say workout. I'm like one of those bitches now where I'm like, I can't stop talking about it. Like yeah. I'm obsessed. I like wake up in the morning at fully at 5 a.m. with like a smile on my face because I can't wait to go. That's psychotic. And you do like, need to be put down for saying that. But I honestly I'm like, happy for you. Before we release this episode, I should have like contacted Core Power and been like, you guys need to pay me millions of dollars. Um, yeah. 
I do um, really like core power. It didn't work out with my schedule, but I do kind of want to maybe try it here. Yeah, it was seriously. And I don't really, unfortunately, have anything to compare it to because, you know, I'm not a workout class person. Like I mm -hmm. actually was so scared to try any of them. But last weekend I was in Arlington um, with two of my college friends, Margaret and Casey, and Margaret dragged me and Casey to a 9 a.m. core power class after we had been drinking. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. well, I can't can be any worse like in the future like this is it is what it is yeah um, and it was so fun I loved it it was definitely it feels the hardest so thing like I it will feels say, so good you feel great after core power like we went to brunch afterwards I was like still kind of hungover but nothing could have ruined my day I was definitely like I had to lay on my couch the rest of the day like I was fucking exhausted how do you feel about like the rhythm of everything um it was definitely a little fast paced. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I'm really bad with like rhythm in those kind of classes. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a little fast paced, but it was, I really like how dark it is. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, and we were in the back. So I was like, no one can see me. And I was in between Margaret and Casey too. So I had like the perfect setup. Um, yeah. so then I sent it my, I had my free week cause it was my first class. Mm -hmm. So I did my first class here in Baltimore on Monday at 6am. And I actually had like stress dreams because I was so nervous for it about um, going alone yeah and like especially so early in the morning to a place I've never been but it went perfectly fine and I went this morning too I'm loving it since so I'm great. so happy you found something you love I'm like yeah not that way about at 45 at all so I'm like I should probably move on I was wondering if you were still doing that I am on a month break right now mm -hmm. because I Physically, I'm not here, and it's just it's so expensive. Or yeah. it's not a full month, but it's like something. I they let me pause. Basically, I emailed and I said, "Can I cancel?" And they said, "You're allowed to pause for like up to eight weeks." And I was like, "Okay, I can do that." So yeah, I paused, fun. and I do like it. I and it's short and sweet, and I like the walk. Um, but as it's getting a little bit chillier, I'm like, "Ooh, the walk's not as fun because it's like a long walk." <laughs> uh, the thing about Court, or not core power at 45 that freaks me out is that all of the studios first of all they're yeah. so bright and like the glass and like anyone walking by can just oh god yeah it's so that's so crazy to me yeah and mine's on main street also like oh my god and i do feel like at 45 is a lot of like hardos like respectfully like yeah. it's a lot of people who are actually like weightlifters yeah, no, like it's a good just like circuit for them. I don't know. Yeah, and no, like, that sounds to be a part of your all's like thing. Like that sounds fucking terrifying. You guys can have it. Like I'm just here for fun, right? <laughs> I'm just here to like actually just feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's not my favorite. There's definitely some like really dedicated people that I've seen in the core power glasses mm -hmm. too. But I I feel like because it's dark, I fully like, I'm happy to go on my knees to do my push-ups or take a break when we're doing planks or something because I have no abdomen. I have like zero abs. Like it's been hard for me to like sit up and like lay down this week because I'm so sore. But. Oh my God, you're like kind of influencing me to sign up again. It's just like the darkness and like with it being hot, it's, I love I, the heat. That's my that's favorite That's the part. best part. Yeah. Cause I, so I started lifting again. So I went to the gym for like two weeks in a row and then I took this core power class and I'm just doing core power this week, but I've been sitting in the sauna for like 20, 25 minutes after the gym. And it's like 
basically like 99% of why I go because I just look forward to sitting in the sauna. So now yeah. I get best of both worlds. Um, oh it gosh. is, it is a hundred, it's $175 a month here. Yeah. Which is insane. I'm sure it's the same because my F45 is what? $50 a week. And then when I cancel class, it's $20. Yeah. I mean, I so feel like I'm sure it's LA, probably the same. I feel like in LA, you're, it's probably like over two. Yeah. I'm saying that's what $50 yeah. a week is though. It's probably yeah. close to that. Yeah. I'm sure it's thousands. Of course. But I keep thinking, I'm like, I'm if I'm really out of money, like just yeah. transparently, like I am completely out of money. That's another thing that's stressing me out. Like not, I'm, I'm not actually you guys, but like I spent so much money mm-hmm. on this trip, not anticipating having to drop a thousand dollars on a new flight and then dropping another 250 and then like just everything I had to pay for during that mm-hmm. you know, excursion. I'm mm-hmm. just like so stressed. And especially with like the holidays coming yeah. up. No one's yeah. going to Yeah. Yep. 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 Luckily my family's doing like a secret Santa this year. I'm feeling oh, so blessed. So lovely. Yeah. Cause I'm also like, I had a, not to, obviously you've spent an insane amount of money over the last two weeks, but I mean, that's my God. That's my choice. I went to Europe. Like that's I've been so, so stressed too. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reel my spending in, but now I'm going to spend almost $200 a month for yoga just because it makes me happy. <laughs> Honestly, that is so worth it though. The way you're talking about it, you should spend that money. Yeah. And like, I literally control my own income. So if I just like happen to work a little bit harder at work, it'll be totally Mm -hmm. fine. But I don't know if I'm going to do that. Me too. And I'm definitely not going to do that. Yeah. It's actually so crazy when you think about it. Like we literally don't have to be stressed, but I physically can't work harder. It's November. It's Thanksgiving. I I have nothing to say. Like I'm not funny. I'm not in a good mood. Like I'm done. (laughs) It'll come back. It'll come back. (laughs) I know. I just like, I also do you think, I feel like, like a shell of myself <laughs> and I don't know when I'm coming back. <laughs> do, you, do you think the time change have you you haven't even been over here for daylight savings yet? I mean it's dark as fucking pouring right now and it's not helping. I'll tell you yeah, that. I was gonna say I'm thinking of everyone who is affected by daylight savings. I am affected. It's yeah. No, I'm affected. Yeah. Singing for you, praying for you. It's going to be just fine. Before we know it, March will be here. And it'll be great. It'll be fine. Yeah, I guess. I I just hate the cold and the dark. Why do they have to exist? Yeah, luckily it hasn't been super chilly here yet. Um, but yeah, just sign up for Core Power. It'll be fine. It fixes everything. Yeah, you're right. I guess like I should say something about my actual trip. It was really fun. Sorry. Oh but, yeah. Do you want to like touch on where well, you just, went? Well, just like the travel, the afterward, like really. My mom was like, "But you had a great trip," and I'm like, "I know, but it's not about that." Like, yeah, it, it does sound so like, you know, it is. My dad's right. Like, it is like first world problems. Like from my Europe trip with my girls. Like, please, I deserve that. But yeah, also, but it's like separate though. Like, yeah, what happened? It was fucking crazy. I don't think that anyone should have to go through that. Like, it's just. And also, I do feel like alone was like, I just felt like, oh my God, I, I really felt like I was a little girl. I was like, how am I even allowed to be in this situation? Yeah. This age. It's going to be illegal. I understand. I was like, I'm a child traveler. Like, I need assistance. Like, I need someone to walk me to my gates. Like, and I was in the wrong, I was just like always in the wrong places. You guys know that about me. Um, but to be fair, like when I was in the wrong gate in Amsterdam, a guy directly, like a worker directly told me to go there. So anyway, um, don't listen to everybody. Don't trust anyone. 
That's all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, My trip, Amsterdam and Paris rained and was cold the whole time. But also, I love both of those cities. It was great. We did go to a sex show in Amsterdam. That is the only place I got recognized multiple times at the sex show. So (laughs) you guys. What does that say? You, what are you guys doing? What uh, does that say? Yeah, and one of the girls was like, I'll keep this between us. I was like, it's fine. Girl. Um, that was it. I felt like I was in a fever dream because I was still jet lagged, especially Elena. Like also Elena got had an emergency landing six hours into her flight, had to turn back and land in Nova Scotia, Canada. So so um, oh she God. was like sitting at the sex show like a zombie. That was the day she got there. She got there that morning. We went that Holy night. Fuck. And it's just like people just fucking on stage. So it's so fully, fully like fully P and B. Oh my God. Yeah. Like just a bunch of different couples. There was no girl on girl at all, which we were all saying we would have really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, just like full, full sex. That's insane. <laughs> on like a rotating thing. And it was like to the music kind of, but and you guys just sit there and like sip your drinks and watch. I'm like, yeah. so yeah, oh like massive. Like I, I just don't understand because it's all very choreographed. Like, and no one, like the guys don't like act. They're trained to not like finish to stay hard the whole time. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> maybe they're like on something to help, but it's just wild to me. And I'm like, are some of them in love? Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, I was going to say, there's definitely some drama. Like, they're all hooking up with each other, but they literally are. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> are you allowed to, like, talk? Like, I feel like... Yeah, it's, like, kind of, like, a chill. And people, like, get up and leave. You can get up and leave whenever you want. Like, it's, like, a, it's a... Just, the show just keeps going, like, over and over again. So it's not super formal, like, sitting in a silent room kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, you're just kind of chilling there. And you get one drink, and you can't get more than that because i think they like want people to leave so more people can keep buying tickets and coming in yeah um but yeah and we just sit there and like there was women like pulling shit out of their vaginas which i'm sure you've heard about and like shooting shooting shit out of their vaginas (laughs) i just like i was like watching it out of body i was just like watching it like a movie like i wasn't actually there it was because we're really close to it it was this tiny theater Oh my fucking god! I, and of course, I, like we're all horny, also. So like, right? Everyone <laughs> helping. Everyone in the room's completely bricked up. <laughs> we're all just watching it's a lot like, of porn. Don't yeah, don't know what I would do in that situation. <laughs> and like, the, the guys who went up were so, the men volunteers were so fucking annoying. They killed my entire vibe because they were people like, so. volunteer in the crowd to get. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. And, like, this one guy had to fully, like, she was, like, grabbing his hands and, like, put them on her tits, like, and he was, like, freaking out. Oh, <laughs> my Like, God, hard on stage. Amsterdam is crazy. I gotta go. It, it is really, the red light district is really wild. I kind of forgot about it. Like, as you're walking, too, just all, like, the, all the sex workers in the windows, like, mm-hmm. is so wild. Did you smoke any weed while you were there? No, I did do mushrooms, but um, they were like, he basically gave us the lowest amount because I was like, we just don't, we don't want to be like chirping saccharino. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we, it didn't work at all. Oh, he like, really, we, t- we took a bunch and it like didn't work at all. Like it just, I think we should have gone up. Like I didn't feel it even like 
like the amount, like nothing. So that was actually kind of a bummer. I would have bought more, but we just, we didn't know what the train situation, because of course Elena was Googling and making us like pair. She made herself paranoid. So we didn't know if like there was like European trains are so casual, but she, someone on fucking Reddit like 10 years ago said that sometimes they have dogs that sniff for oh like, my God. Her weed in Paris. So we didn't like bring any with, but we should have brought for the whole trip, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't imagine having to drink in where else you go Paris and Barcelona without mushrooms. Oh my God. Oof. Yeah. We drank a lot too. Like we drank yeah. every day, obviously. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? I know. I have no idea. We just drank and chopped and everyone's like, can we see your, people keep asking for my itinerary and I'm like, babe, we, we just walked around. <laughs> nothing. I mean, uh-huh. we saw everything that we like wanted to see, but, oh, you know how like that my whole point of this trip was to go into Sagrada Familia in Barcelona because mm-hmm. I never did when I was there and I like, it was mm-hmm. one of my biggest regrets of studying there. Completely booked up. I didn't book it. I didn't think that it would be booked. Though I tried to book like three days before, and it was booked. And then I was like, "I'll just go and get a ticket there." Nope, booked, booked. Well, guess we have to go back in like five years. Yeah, in five years for sure. Yeah, minimum five years, men. Yeah, but it was really fun, and it was really good to see them and just spend like a lot of time. Like we, oh, I made out with one guy named Carl, and he happened to be going. Like, I made out with him in Amsterdam, and he happened to be going to Paris and Barcelona the exact same days as us. So he was trying to make out with me in front of the Eiffel Tower when it was glittering. (laughs) But I didn't respond to him. He specifically said he wanted to do that? Well, I guess, like, I was hammered, and I went up and hit on him, and then we ended up, like, making out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just feeling, like, a little bored. Like, we were just sitting at our own table, and I was like, let's spice this up a bit. Um. Mm -hmm. But I guess we might have talked about that because then he like messaged me that and he was like, I want to get that like kiss. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. I feel nauseous. Yeah. And he like he was cute with a beanie on, but not cute without. But I mean, an American. Oh, no. The most Australian, like most insane Australian voice I've ever heard. He kept saying Carl and I kept saying Kyle because he was like, like, yeah, yeah, Kyle. I can't even. Coil, coil. Like, <laughs> and I was like, Ka-, and I'm so drunk, and I'm like, Kyle, and he's like, No, Kyle. Like, yeah, that's oh, yeah, Kyle. Oh my god, I can picture the perfect Australian man with a beanie on now. That makes and so he much was fun. by himself, like backpacking. It was like spooky. Okay, uh, that- hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and then we actually did make some other friends. Um, yeah, we we met some people along the way. I met a guy named Luke who. He asked me to go to the flea market with him the next day, and I told him I would go. And then in the morning, I didn't answer him. I mean, that's and how then it he goes. told me that he did invite me to Aspen, and then said that for New Year's he invited me to Aspen, and he also said to let me let him know if I am in Arizona, which I will never be. Right, so, <laughs> it's not going to work out with Luke, unfortunately. Aspen Elena- would be fun, though. You should consider that. Yeah, Elena was talking to this guy for a long time. And he was really cute. Like, we had talked about how he was cute before he came up to her. So mm-hmm. I was like, love it. And, like, he was Mexican, so, like, spoke fluent Spanish. He was really sweet. And then one of his friends came and, like, sat at her table. And he, 
he basically had to like tell that guy like their age. He was like, yeah, I told I told her we're 24. And I was like, I looked at it. I looked at it and I was like, oh, you're lying. And he was mm-hmm. like, and he just immediately was like, yeah. So he was 19, unfortunately, at this time. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. So she That's- didn't like love that, obviously. So then that ended their romance, unfortunately. Yeah, that's pushing it. That's like, what, you're a sophomore, junior in college at that point? And this was like the same group, like my flea market guy. It's all the same group of guys. And their stories just like were not adding up in the slightest. So I was just like, you guys are like, you're all pathological. And they were like, yes, like we are. I mean, I kind of like, I'll support that. No, I know. The The age thing, you can't do that, but... I mean, at least he's 19. Like, we were talking about it, and Liz was like, when I was 16, I used to do that. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, it is a part of life. But I, it was just bizarre because I was like, you guys are studying abroad. Like, you're not 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then they all had different stories about, like, gap years and stuff. And they, like, swore to God. And I was just like, I can't even deal. Like, It's not that deep. I cannot. But they were fun. I had fun with them. They were very weird, but, like obsessed I mean, well yeah they're 19 <laughs> well the one that i was with supposedly is 23 but like liar he also told me that he is an influencer as well oh like oh amazing like and he po- ended up pulling up his instagram and he had like 10k and i was like oh cool and i was like did you buy them my immediate response and he was like i wouldn't even know how to do that like that's an insane question to ask and he like had a manager and everything and i was like i don't think you need a manager with 10k instagram followers but like obsessed with your drive you know and then <laughs> like mm-hmm. so i was talking to him alone at the bar and then separately like elena and liz were with the rest of the guys like having a conversation with them and they said that he did buy all of his followers yeah of course so i mean not surprised gun to my head we'd be fine of course i knew dm well it was my first response i said oh, if I, I said if i look at one of your posts and it's 80 likes you're you're fucked you're you're fucked <laughs> yeah and he was like he was like very like serious and like a little bit like kind of like mean and like i'm trying to explain the vibe like he just was kind of mean which i liked right of course <laughs> i love just, when you like, like very ca- catch them in a lie that's like so not serious at all and then they get so sassy dude the guy elena was with i didn't elaborate on this started sobbing oh <laughs> cuz she was no longer interested well she like she didn't care that he lied about his age, but then he got like really defensive and he called her racist towards Mexicans. Oh. And she was just like, I, she was like joking with him, like trying to like banter, just like being mm-hmm. like, like joking about his age. And he like got so upset and then called her racist and then started sobbing and left the bar. And then wow. he was head and, over heels. Yeah. And then his roommate, who I was with, Parker, he, because Parker's the one who told me he was 19. Because he originally was like, okay, yeah, I'm not 24. I'm 22. And we were like, okay, great. Parker tells me he's 19. I go, Elena, he's 19. <laughs> and, then, and so he tries to fight so Parker outside the bar. Oh, my fucking me using God. all their real names. <laughs> he tried to fight Parker. at the, Like, he two-hand shoved him into a wall. Oh, my God. What a night. They were obsessed. Yeah. Head over fucking heels. Is that entertaining or should I cut that whole part? No, I think that was perfect. I love that. Okay. Do you have anything really... else to say about your normal life? Before uh, to... my my normal life in the states. Oh, I didn't be... mean normal life. I meant like um about life before we move on to stories. 
Um, not really. I don't think anything. Um, I posted on the Instagram that Iron Flame is here and oh, out. Yeah. Have you? Did you finish Fourth Wing yet? So I will say, I got. You didn't fucking tell me that it was going to take me 350 pages, 377 pages to get to the sex scene. I told you it was like towards the, like, what, the last third of the book? I told you. Okay. I, I didn't remember that, but like, it's worth it though. Okay. But listen to this. I get to that literal page and my plane is like landing. <laughs> and I was like, this is horrible timing because I'm not trying to be, first of all, I'm not trying to be this horny on this plane. Yeah. And second of all, like, I don't want to like be cut off halfway through. Yeah. So I just stopped. And then I, again, I kind of wanted to read it like in the privacy of my home transparently. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't want like someone like looking over and like seeing like, I was clit a hundred times. I was just about to say, I feel so uncomfortable when I read like dirty books. I'm trying to think of like specifically when I was reading My Dark Vanessa, uh-huh. I felt so uncomfortable reading that book on a plane where people could read yeah. about a 40 year old teacher banging a fucking 16 year old. Yeah. No. So I was just like, I think I'm going to wait. So I, I'm almost done because I'm, I'm there. But I do like it. I do feel like, in a good way, I feel like a middle schooler when I'm reading it. Yes. Like, it's a little bit less. It gets a little bit. If you're starting it and you're like, oh, I don't feel like I can understand this, it almost becomes. It's so it's like silly. silly. It's like silly. silly Honestly, yeah. once the dragons start talking, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I could not. I was losing my fucking mind. I finished. I finished the book and cause like, can you like explain a little bit? And I'm like, I literally can't. Like, it's gonna like dumb it down. Like, it's not gonna be as special or sound as cool if I have to like explain what it's about. You can't. I said. I said one of the major. I won't say it because it's a spoiler. But I said one of the major spoilers to Elena and Liz because I was so excited mm-hmm. about it. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Oh, I think I know exactly what part you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, um, no, it's insane. But apparently, everyone's loving the second book, which I'm really happy about. So. Oh, that's actually good to hear because that's like make or break. My aunt texted me and said she couldn't put it down. Um. And then a bunch of other people swiped up and said that they, once they got it, they read it within a week because it was so good. So the feminine urge to text my past situationship because we were reading the book at the same time. You know, I just want to talk about it with him. Oh, I love book club, a little platonic book club. We got it together. Like, I understand. No, maybe, maybe when like the movie comes out, you can, oh my God, there's going to be a TV show about it. I saw. Is that real? I saw someone post that on the Facebook. I don't know. I didn't want to do too much research. I was just gonna and click the link. But thank you. Yeah. For um. Well, I can finally start Iron Flame now because I haven't started it because I just finished the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the Hunger Games movie. I'd read it. Yeah, I read the book when it first came out like a couple years ago, but I genuinely forgot anything about it, so I had to reread because I'm going to see the movie when it comes out on Friday. So on Friday. Yeah, literally tomorrow. Oh, maybe I'll go by myself. That kind of sounds fun. That or I will happily go with you next week if you want to wait. But whatever you want to do. Like again, you mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. I forget that you love to see movies twice. Don't bring up the Barbie fucking premiere. I don't know if we <laughs> talked about that on Patreon. But Emily and I got in a fight about the Barbie movie. Oh, goodness. I wanted to see it again the next day after she saw it. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a little bit of a miscommunication too. No, I know. I'm just kidding. When but... you have a group chat with three people and two of them make plans outside of the group chat, things get suspicious. It's devastating. And I get that completely. And I'm sorry. I really am so sorry. It's fine. We talked it through and mm. I understood where you were coming from. Yeah. So. Okay, good. All good. Um, yeah. Okay. I actually, I would love that. So yeah, maybe I will wait till I'm home then. Oh, I need yeah. to never leave my apartment again. So I'm fine with staying in on Friday, actually. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, okay, I actually have a few advices. I don't even know if I'm going to read a story. I might only do advice. All right, I only have two stories, so that works out. Oh, I love that. I love when we're in sync like that. Yeah, I love when we coordinate and plan. Okay, I feel like this one could be good. I feel like we haven't talked about this in a while, but anyway. Um, Hey, besties, I'm seeking some advice about feeling lonely in college. For reference, I'm currently a junior. I'm super close with my best friends from high school, and I still talk to them every day. And I feel like they are my girls that I'll be friends with for life. I've known them for eight plus years. I have a long distance boyfriend that I've been with for almost four years, and I see him about once a month and talk to him throughout my day. I do have friends in college that I'm close with, but I just feel like I'm not always 100% comfortable with them like I am with my hometown besties. I feel like there's no one at school I would that I would go to when I'm going through something hard. And I just don't have close connections with people here that I could see lasting beyond college. I find myself su- feeling super lonely and sad because it feels like everyone obsesses over how college was the best time of their life, uh, where they meet their best friends. And I just don't feel like I found that. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I look up to you guys and would love to hear if you have any advice at all on this. The pod always keeps me company when I'm feeling lonely. And I always feel like I can relate to you guys. So thank you for keeping me company. Oh, I wish I could give her a hug. Me too. I just feel like I we I feel like we've said this earlier on in the pod, but maybe haven't talked about it in a while. Mm-hmm. But like you, you don't have to have a, an amazing, amazing college experience. And I promise that like so many people are not even when I mean, not that you're having a bad college experience, but it does. It's just like might not be the best time of your life. Like mine. And that's sure fine. Yeah. yeah. And that's totally fine. And also. I think we're kind of in the same situation where we, our friend group today is not fully made up of college friends. Yeah. You know, 
Well, I feel like I felt the same way. And I was going to say this too. I think when you have like friends for that long, sometimes you like, you don't have to match that. Like you might not find a friend that's closer than that and that's okay. And you might, you might intent like in five years, find someone that, you know, meets that. But like in college, Mm -hmm. I I just have like a few, a handful of friends and I felt like a lot of the friends in college I was like yeah I don't feel see myself like having a relationship with them after Mm -hmm. um and that's fine like you might not keep in touch with those people and that's okay yeah I and I understand like with looking like social media like there are so many girls that I that was in my sorority that are all still super close like big group of them and Mm -hmm. yeah I get a little like envious sometimes like that's so cool that they all still keep in touch but yeah I have my four close friends that I still talk to, but we don't like see each other that often. We probably see each other like once a year all together, if that. So it's really not no biggie, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry that you're feeling lonely. That is a hard feeling in college, especially because that's like somewhere that's it just college is like just a tough place to feel alone, you know, when everyone's like so together. Yeah. And you're going through like so many different, like there's just so much going on and you know so little about yourself but you know I also feel like you have a good support system you have your boyfriend you have your friends and like they yeah. can bring you the joy and like they can just bring you what you need in friendships and I think we talk about this all the time but like it's same with relationships and same with friendships like some friendships like those college friendships might just serve you for that time and that can be a good memory for everyone involved yeah. but like you don't have to stay in touch with them they don't have to be not everyone's a forever friend. And sometimes you know that when you're friends with them. So, and it's okay. Yeah. And there's no need to force. No need to force that. It was actually nice because I felt like I hadn't like talked about, because you guys know I block out my college kind of like weirdly. It was definitely not my, I had so much fun. Like I'm always dramatic about it, but like, I, it was definitely not my four favorite years of life. Like I think I'm having more fun now in my life than I was in college but it also Mm -hmm. has to do with like me I was blacking out and I thought that that's what fun was but then I like don't remember half of it you know so I think like just being older and having more control like it's just more fun but um what the fuck was I gonna say I think the fun part well while you want to try to recollect your thoughts I think the fun part that I mean I think what I miss the most is just like the freedom Mm. of yeah, of my course. days. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's what I was going to say, actually. Not that exactly, but I was like, it was nice to talk about college with my college friend, like w- just spending that mm-hmm. much time. It was nice to like be with Liz, like someone who I spent so much time in- with in college and like talk about things that I didn't remember and I've like kind of yeah. blocked out and like have good memories from it. Mm-hmm. And also, like, yeah, we were like, we were just laughing about how we would like, <laughs> It's so funny because Elena and I lived in the sorority house together and we would literally like we had a we would go to one class and then we had a scheduled nap like lights out and Liz would barge in our room because it was during lunchtime at the house and like without fail we would be like stop barging in our room at this time and she'd just be like hey guys yeah and, like, wake us up and we'd be so mad like furious it's just um, like to be able to afford like a midday nap mm-hmm. oh my god it's, it's so beautiful. Crazy. But not yeah, I feel to, like that's not to what... talk about my college friends after she said she doesn't like hers, but it's fine. I feel like what when people say like the best years of their life, it's just because there's no like you don't really have a lot of responsibility. I mean, I that's not the case for everyone, but mm-hmm. I think those people who say that like, you don't have a lot of responsibility, you're drinking four or five nights a week. You're also like such classes, a fun age. Not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, but it it doesn't have to be your best four. Yeah, not at all. Um, because I only have advice. Do you want to just like switch off and you do a story oh. now? Yes. Hi, ladies. Obsessed with you both and look forward to every Thursday so I can laugh with you on my way to work. Here's my story. Sorry, it's a little long. It was last April and I was flying home from Florida to New York with my mom. We got to the airport before we realized our flight was delayed over three hours. So we set up shop at Nick's Tomato Pie and started our evening with a bottle of rosé. And I was so excited because they gluten-free gluten-free pizza, which was a little treat for my sensitive tummy. Anyways, flight was delayed even more, so we decided it was a good idea to get another bottle of wine. Anyways, we're finally getting ready to board the plane, and my head was pounding. My mom only had Advil with her and not Tylenol, and I took it even though Advil has gluten in it. I thought to myself, I'd rather just have a little tummy ache than a pounding headache. We get on the plane, and this girl next to me is trying to ask me a million questions. In the most polite of ways, I said, I'm going to be putting my head down now so she would shut the fuck up. Not five minutes into the flight, I break out in a cold sweat, and I look to my mom, who sees me looking like a ghost. Before I could get up from my seat or say anything, I vomited all over myself, my mom, and the dearest lady in front of me. It was actually like a volcano exploding from inside me, and I could not explain how horrid it smelled. The lady sitting across me was giving dirty looks at me while I'm sitting there miserable covered in my vomit i ended up giving the lady in front of me a hundred dollars because she was so nice even though she had pizza and wine all in her hair the girl that was sitting next to me went running the second i started to puke i don't blame her somehow delta didn't charge us for the mess and smell and they ended up giving us an airline credit because of the delay sorry i know that was disgusting but it's a friendly reminder not to take advil if you have a gluten sensitivity especially if you're drinking wine and eating a whole ass pizza love you both that is insane and awful for everyone involved. And I just feel terrible. Literally um, everyone. The thing I'm most shocked about is that she got a flight credit for her delay. <laughs> <laughs> you, if if all the airlines, you would probably have like $1,000 in credit for all your delays. I, yeah, I did file for, I like filed for claims for them still. Because mm. yeah. I didn't even get any money back for the flight that was randomly canceled. And I was yeah, like, I didn't get on the plane. It was a $1,200 flight. That's uh, robbery. <laughs> no, it Highway is. robbery. I mean, I think that they will have to pay me. It just, it says it can take like weeks. So. Oh I my love- God. Yeah. You won't see that till 2024. I fucking love it. Um, <laughs> anyway, that is horrible. I can't imagine. I actually, my, one of my friends, I used to have to like fly back and forth from home to college with her. She puked on the plane before, um, like all over herself. And it oh was like, my God. hot Cheetos. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Was she drunk? Hungover and drunk. Hungover, yeah. yeah. And, and she did, she's done it multiple times. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've been in a situation where we went to, uh, this was in college, we went to nationals for my club soccer team in Alabama, which is basically like not serious at all. And we were just drinking the whole time. We lost every single game. I'm pretty sure so much fun. And (laughs) we had to leave at 4am because we had to drive to one of the airports in Florida. I don't fucking remember, but we had to drive like two hours to the airport. Um, and we had to leave at 4am. So naturally it was our last night. We're like, well, let's all just stay up and get absolutely plastered and Mm -hmm. then drive to the airport. Um, and Everyone ended up falling asleep, but it was only me and the driver. And like, I felt obligated to stay awake and continue to talk 
to the driver. So I didn't yeah. have a chance to like sleep off my drunk. And I was so, so wasted. Um, ended up puking, like had to have her pull over so I could puke. Ended up puking at the airport. Our flight got delayed so severely because the power went out at the whole airport, which was so scary. Um, I puked on the plane. It was, it was insane. And I puked on the plane, but I didn't puke like all over. I was able to make it to the bathroom. But there's oh, nothing yeah. like having to puke on a plane because there's no fucking room in those bathrooms. But there's the did you there's a puke bag. Did you go in the bag? I, I missed that. No, she got it all over herself. And the woman oh. in front of her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's the yeah. main part of the story. Sorry, um, you guys. Someone knocked on my door while Emily was reading. So I did have to <laughs> I did have to step away. <laughs> I didn't even think about the puke bags. I mean, sometimes they're not there and sometimes you can't get to them and sometimes they're too small. Yeah, that wouldn't hold my puke. There's no way. Dude, you have like an insane amount of puke in you though. Yeah, I've gotten so much better with it though. Like I rarely, that's not true. I had a couple weeks ago, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I can right there. Okay. Well, I'm glad that she is okay. That I also, good to know that Advil has gluten in it. If I ever develop a gluten allergy down the road, PSA. Yeah, I had no idea. No fucking clue. Okay, um, let's do this one. Um, I met this guy on Hinge, and we've been hanging out consistently for a month now. I've grown to like him for many reasons, and it's gotten more serious over the last few times, such as meeting a few of his friends and his brother, and last night he even mentioned something about potentially meeting my parents sometime. I have had pretty bad luck with guys in the past, causing me to not let guys to in too easily i said this last night in response to him potentially meeting my parents and kind of prepped him that it takes a while for me to let my guard down but he's doing a good job of being patient and caring and i appreciate that he said something along the lines of so you've been hurt in the past then i tried to turn it more into like a light-hearted thing by saying yeah i just haven't been treating the best treated the best way in the past but the few guys i have met on hinge usually don't get past date two so you're doing really well because I don't want to dive deep into my shitty history of guys, I feel like this would have been the perfect opportunity for him to tell me what I just stumbled upon about an hour ago. After going down a social media rabbit hole, I just found out he was engaged to someone less than a year ago. Like I almost almost a year to the date she had posted something about how much she loved her engagement ring he gave her. There were no posts with him or about him between then and now, so I don't know what happened or when it was broke off, but they obviously aren't together anymore. This girl and I share the same name, too, which is weird to me. I found out they've been dating since 2013, so it's been a long and consistent thing. This girl and I have a few mutual followers, so I asked one of them, who's my good friend, about the girl. She said she was really sweet and didn't know the guy, but knew they had dated forever and didn't realize they had broken up. So anyway, is it weird he didn't mention this yet? I feel like it's not fair for me to expect to know this big piece of info. Because, as I said earlier, I didn't go in deep into my past, so I probably shouldn't expect him to either. But mine is more so being cheated on and stuff, not having a whole ass fiance less than a year ago. Like I said, we've only been seeing each other for a month, so maybe he didn't want to freak me out. I don't know. I want to... I want to know more and feel like I should ask him directly when we hang out next, but do I naturally let it come up in conversation or do I straight up say, hey, I found this out. Can I ask what happened? Or should I wait and see if slash when he brings it up? Do I just slowly start to phase things out? It's really off-putting to me and I don't want to be this rebound girl for him. I had already met some of his friends and family, so I'm dying to know what they think about this. It's not so much the fact that he's been engaged, but more the fact that it's been less than a year. Please help me figure out what my next steps are and let me know if I should be more 
more or less concerned about this because I don't know what to do. So first of all, I was I kind of missed the beginning about how long they'd been seeing each other. And I was like, okay, like this is not crazy because I thought they had only gone on like two dates. I was like, this is definitely like date three, like topic of conversation. But then towards the end, you had mentioned again that they'd been seeing each other for a month. And that mm-hmm. that really freaks me out that he hasn't said anything yet. The most shocking thing to me is that if anything, this story kind of taught me something to like stop oversharing so much. Cause like I tell everyone everything about me like on the first date or maybe like the second date. Yeah, I guess I, I mean, not that I'm dating, but I guess I never thought that there's only certain things you should really talk about on the first few dates. I mean, I really, I, I recently fucked myself by doing that. Like it really turned off a guy, turned someone off that I really happen to like. So I did fuck up. Well, you're learning. You're learning. I am learning. So yeah, when I tell you guys just like be honest and open and that's my strategy, just know that it does come with consequences and not everyone will like it. Honest Uh, and open to a certain extent. Yes. Um, That being said, I just don't see how it like wouldn't come up because that's because he was with her from 2013 until then. Like, that's just his entire life. Like, that has to come up. That's, yeah, that's the insane part, is that they've been together for 10 years. They were together for almost 10 years, depending on when they broke up. Yeah, I I do think it's weird for him not to tell. I feel like I would be questioning his motives after getting out of a 10-year fucking relationship where you're supposed to get married. Like, especially if the girl who wrote this in wants a relationship, and has been hurt in the past. Like it's it is not it's not sounding good. Well, I was going to say that he's like still with her or something because that's the genuinely the only thing that makes sense. But then but she's meeting his friends and his brother. So obviously not. Oh yeah. Cuz that's the only reason I was like when I first read it I kind of forgot about that cuz she said that in the beginning and I was like, "Oh, he's probably like still with her and cheating, but he's not." Them having the same name is crazy. Yeah, especially after like you're engaged to someone. How did he even? How and being with someone for enough? ten years, I can't get over that. Like Kyle and I haven't even been together for ten years, and I feel like we've been together forever. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Maybe he's just like fully traumatized, but that doesn't make that wouldn't make me feel better. Like maybe he really just can't talk about it. I mean, he one thousand percent has not processed it. Mm-mm. God, so no. like that's just emotional emotional turmoil you're gonna have to deal with (laughs) down the road yeah okay but to answer her question like the advice comes in of like what if she should bring it up or not like what do you think about that i feel like i feel like yeah and you can just blame it on a friend telling you or something i don't know i was gonna say that because she has that mutual friend with the girl yeah. She, who she said is a good friend of hers, who she asked. I think I would just be like, hey, I was I was catching up on the phone with so-and-so and I was telling her about you and she mentioned that you were engaged, like, because she knew your fiance. Like, yeah, I think that's normal. And then he can. And Take I think you'll know there. immediately from the response of that, like what. Like, he might just be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know how to tell you. And I thought it would freak you out. And then you can, like, evaluate that. Because that's probably what it is, right? But it's still, like, I I would be hesitant to, yeah, get super, like, far deep into things. Yeah. And I know we've said it on here before, so I don't want to sound like a hypocrite that 
people are always like, well, you know, you got ever got out of a relationship, you should really wait a certain amount of time mm-hmm. before jumping into another relationship. Like, who knows? Maybe you guys are a great fucking match. So yeah, he could just be like, yeah, we didn't click, but or we like didn't things didn't go well, but I like you. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it could also himself. be like. I mean, I guess they were engaged. It's a little bit different, but I was. I know. Go- I was <laughs> when I just said that we didn't click. I was like, they were literally going to get married. Well, that's what I was going to say. That like they grieve. Like he might have been grieving the relationship like before it was over. You know what I mean? Like because sometimes for years, but they were getting married, so that's confusing. I mean, it's still true though. Yeah, for they sure. Could have been engaged for a while. I also do feel like men have like the capability. I guess they're. I guess just people. Some people have the capability to just. I feel like men are always with someone for so long and then they meet someone and they're like engaged to that next person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's just so easy for them to shift their attention. Yeah. Which I guess is like, like I hate, but also can be, it's like would be good for this situation if he's just like somehow completely moved on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I feel like after 10 years, like it is easier to just be like, we were better off as friends. You You know, (laughs) like, I just feel like you get to a certain point where you've been together for so long that it's not maybe not as crushing. I mean, it's definitely like a lifestyle change, but probably fell out of love with them. So like way back. I was totally guessing. I need a, I really, really need a follow up on this because I I was just about to say that word for word. We need, I think you should say something. And I think that you have the complete, like you have such a fair easy like segue into saying that that doesn't make yeah. sound crazy at all and like record the conversation and then send it to us mm-hmm. so it's, we won't post uh, it but we we need to hear it it's legal in some states to only record one party during a conversation okay so, so depending on where you live look it up <laughs> yeah look up your uh consent laws for recording it'll be fine i would do it in person though because i want to i like to like i need to see your face you know what i mean mm-hmm Oh, God. Yeah. Don't have the conversation over the phone. Oh, but you're saying record. Oh, you're saying record their in per- their conversation. Yeah. Like Got when it. how I when I went to go quit my college soccer team and I mm-hmm. hit record and then walked into my coach's office and just put my phone on her desk. There is so many conversations in life that I wish I recorded. Yeah. My, <laughs> my, one of my I don't think she'll be mad about me saying this, but one of my um college besties has a recording of her and her ex-boyfriend getting into a fight and this man is a fucking lunatic maybe (laughs) i might maybe i'll be able to play it one day but like it's the fucking he literally calls her like rasputin which is like insane like an (laughs) insane thing to say (laughs) it's so stupid (laughs) it's so good though it makes me laugh every time i don't think i've ever heard that i want to really Mm-mm. oh god it's so good he's like so drunk and he's like talking gibberish and she's just like laughing he's so psycho oh. oh my god um okay you guys i just had indian food delivered so i do have to go um but this was a treat i'm sorry to complain for so long about my experience i did have an amazing trip and i am so grateful to be able to do things like that i know i'm not complaining about the trip you know yeah it's a form of therapy podcasting that's why we do it I had to tell that story like in detail to someone. So it has to be you guys. Yeah. And to encapsulate it just for the future. It's a part it was of just like, It just felt never ending. And then even once I got home, like this morning I tried to order food. It didn't work. I got to the restaurant. I didn't have my card. Oh I my had to go God. back to my house, get my card, go back. Like I just, it, I'm in this cycle right now where I haven't had 
something go right in a while. Uh-huh. I'm just like, when will when will something when, when will, will something good normal? happen? When will balance be restored? You know, <laughs> maybe you should go see the Hunger Games movie because that might cure cure everything. Yeah. I think it is- I honestly think mm. I'm gonna finish Fourth Wing tonight. And when I say finish, I'm sure I'll finish <laughs> in other <laughs> ways as well. <laughs> um, I think oh, I'll finish that book tonight, order the new one. That will bring me. I will say it was nice to be able to like read a lot. But yeah. Oh my God. Wait, this is gonna be so fun. We're gonna be reading Iron Flame at the same time. Yeah. I have to I order that. It still. But yeah. I mean, life is it's fine. It's all fine. I met some cool people. The guy next to me, um, on the when I landed in LA. He started screaming at this woman on the phone because she like missed her flight, and I guess she's missed like multiple flights to come Ooh. see him. Ooh. And I think it's like a night, and he like ninety day. It's like, yeah, like I don't think she's foreign, but it's definitely like a cat. It's like a catfish situation. I felt like, and he, this man's screaming in the middle seat next to me. Jesus Christ! People have like no shame on airplanes. Sometimes it blows my mind. None, none, and like, like oh my god, I can't even explain. This man was sitting in the middle seat when I. And we had to get up for the girl to get into the window. Slowest process ever. His entire bare ass cheeks were on the plane seat. Like his, why? I saw his entire bare ass. What? <laughs> his his pants were so saggy, and his underwear. His oh. underwear was on, like fell underneath his entire butt. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to like Clorox wipe every airplane <laughs> seat I get into. Now. Emily, I was I was not <laughs> expecting to see the moon when like. <laughs> He was getting up so slowly that I could have never imagined like a butt being there. <laughs> and like, to tell. Oh my god. And then at one point his phone, I'm sleeping. I am sleeping. His phone fell underneath his seat. His seat. Not even underneath mine, not even close yeah. to mine. And he woke me up to ask me to get his phone from under <laughs> his seat and i was like i'm going to have to reach under your legs and i was like i'm sorry i don't want to like have to reach under you i had to reach completely under his seat under his legs to get was his he... I, I don't i can't even understand that how old is he do you think oh he told me he told me he's oh. 54 oh my god that just for some reason grossed me out so much he smelled so bad i'm like i'm sorry respect I'm sure, but... oh i'm sorry you i'm sure you didn't smell any better no i that's the only reason i was like i'd actually i'm happy that he smells so bad because at least, it'll like, mask they won't know that it's me yeah yeah that's true i was thinking about like the the hot guys i was sitting next to on my dublin flight like just how bad i smelled You'll i guess that was still them. like early on that was still early on but that was after my sprint so it was like, right a bo Situation. That really fucked you for your whole trip. Was no, it did because I was dripping and I'm like holding my, oh my God, my leather jacket. Give me a fucking break. My leather jacket needs to be burned in a ceremony. Oh my goodness. Okay. I just apologize for complaining and then did it more, but. Well, I'm, I'm needed the story of the man on the, the moon. Butt, the butt is a, an important detail actually. Yeah. Wow. You really, you weren't lying when you said you left some stuff out when you first. Yeah, the also guy in the middle seat in front of me was the most insane tea. Paragraphs, the entire flight. Paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs about their friend's um, relationship. Like these two people, their two friends dating. Oh, I would fucking kill for something like that to happen where we can send paragraphs of shit. 
It was the entire time the thumbs did never stop moving. I wanted my glasses so fucking badly. Oh, I had to sit up God. to see it, which I had to like lean on my tray table to see it. The craziest thing that I think has happened to me over the past like week or two was that Kyle and I went to dinner for his birthday and then accidentally went to the same restaurant as the company that he just quit. They were having work happy hour there. That was crazy. And then we, uh, a sugar daddy got sat next to us with his like young little date. That was crazy. That's that is it. actually crazy. Where was that, by the way? Uh, Chingali. Oh, wow. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. It was pretty crazy. But that's wow. about it. <laughs> Lots of... That was... When you texted me out, I was like, that is insane. Like, keep I mean, in mind, like, he quit his job literally last week and he got seated next to all of his execs. And Emily's like, yeah. texting us, freaking out. There's a gazillion restaurants in Baltimore. A gazillion. It was Kyle's birthday on Monday and he just got a new job. So he put his two weeks in a week ago. So he's on his last week with this company and everyone's in town for their company retreat and all of the execs were at this restaurant that we went to. Oh, it was crazy. Crazy. Ooh. Oh, you guys, we love you. Um, we hope everyone is stress-free. Yeah. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful day, night, afternoon, evening, morning, even. Okay, Whenever I do have to go eat my Indian food tragically. So love you guys. Well, enjoy. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. Love you guys.